0: Good evening fans, Tim Kittrow here, the voice of NBA Jam, and you're listening to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast, brought to you by Codewriteplay.com. Whoop-boom-shakalaka! My mom gave birth in 1985, I was bluer within a Pac-Man ghost, barely alive. In the cold War. my only blanket was Tetris, I played Rampart, when Reagan rampage the world for breakfast. The laundromat was my sanctuary. Hey everybody, Todd Mitchell here. I I so Welcome back to Game Dev Breakdown. This time, well, for one thing, we're not going to, uh, I'm not going to rant at anybody and have some sort of a rage episode. Had enough of that recently. Want to get back to, um, it's hard to call it positivity because it is kind of a, a warning about something. But I want to talk about a certain mindset that I see too many people fall into. And uh, friends and uh people on twitter who i talk to regularly it's it's just a certain frame of mind that i want to make sure that people stay aware of and and think about this came up because uh i saw a um i saw kind of a pitch on twitter somebody had kind of like pitched a, an idea for a community thing where uh this this is all kind of related to crowdfunding so kickstarter indiegogo stuff like that and uh, this this person meant well. It sounds like I'm entirely singling this person out. Um, it's just the latest one of these I've seen. I've seen several versions of this across content creation, streaming, YouTubing, uh, film creation, authors. Uh, it seems like every artistic pursuit has some version of this. And so uh, I'm just taking the most recent one I've seen to explain what this is. That's a lot of build-up. Basically, this idea is content creators come together and support each other, which, who wouldn't want that, right? Super positive. Great thing. But it sort of turns everyone's attention inward and, like, on one another instead of uh, being on their craft. So the best way to do this is just to, to just go through this pitch that this person sort of made to the people around him and go through why I think this is actually not the best thing. So Um, not, not going to name this person, but I'm going to go through this post because they posted like a picture with a bunch of text in it. And, uh, I saved that so we could sort of walk through it. Here's the text. It says, as an upcoming indie dev, I realized that in order to create my dream game, I will need to use some sort of crowdfunding help in the future. Like so many indie devs out there will too. I have been monitoring campaigns on Indiegogo and Kickstarter since June 2019, and there have been so many amazing looking games with awesome stories and concepts that should have succeeded without any question, but somehow failed. This guy continues. What I realized was these games had one problem, which was not having proper promotion or a proper community to see these games are in existence. Some of this is worded strangely. It goes on. A game could be the next Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Bros, but without anyone ever noticing it, the world will never know it exists. Right. Moving on. It says this group is to help all indie devs to help each other succeed in crowdfunding via monetary help or social media promotion. The plan. And he lists these two steps. Number one. Once a game has launched on either Kickstarter or Indiegogo, the link to the site will be posted. We ask that you check out the game, and if you like the game, then back the game by monetary means at any amount of your choice, and then share the link to the campaign on your social media outlets that you have so the world can know it exists. Step two. If you can't back a game by monetary means, then all we ask is share the link to the campaign on your social media outlets that you have. That's it. It wraps up with this last paragraph. You're not obligated to back a game monetarily unless you choose to. The only obligation is to help promote your fellow indie dev by copy and pasting the link to the campaign and posting it on your social media sites so the world can know about it. Something as simple and free as that could help someone succeed at their goal. We have reached the end of the the text. The reason I bring this up is because I have a few big problems with this but I have smaller issues with it too. So we're going to kind of go, we're going to kind of walk back through it because it was a lot of text. We'll break it down. I'll share some thoughts. It's important for me to stress again, like I'm not singling this person out because I understand the concept and I understand the idea. certainly understand the goal. There is a problem with uh, exposure and games, underperforming in terms of um, calls to action, ad impressions, you know, all this stuff. there, There are challenges I understand the idea, but I, let's let's just go through it. Let's start again at the top. Quote, as an upcoming indie dev, I realize that in order to create my dream game, I will need to use some sort of crowdfunding help in the future like so many indie devs out there will too. End quote. I say no. I already say no. This person won't need to use crowdfunding. Uh, they just won't. No one has ever crowdfunded by absolute necessity. I know that's going to be a controversial statement, but here's why I said it's not really a necessary thing. No one should be working on indie games as a means of survival. There are tried and true ways to survive, and this is not one of them. So no one has to use other people's money to try their hand at making a game. Indies created games decades before Kickstarter, and will be creating them decades after it's inevitably gone. No one has to crowdfund. If you do, great. Make sure you deliver what you promised, and more on that later, but we we will move on. I, I already don't agree that this is necessity. If it's necessity, you shouldn't really be doing it. This person says, I have been monitoring campaigns on Indiegogo and Kickstarter since June 2019, and there has been, there have been so many amazing looking games with awesome stories and concepts that should have succeeded without any question, but somehow failed. What I realized was these games had one problem, which was not having proper promotion and a proper community to see these games in existence. And again, that's weirded, strangely. A game could be the next Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Bros., but without anyone ever noticing it, the world will never know it exists. Okay. Apparently this person is new to the concept of crowdfunding. They say June 2019. That's like five months. It's kind of strange to only be following Kickstarter and crowdfunding since June 2019. So if that's true and and I'm reading it right then I have to cut this person slack again because that's not a long time to know about crowdfunding. So, so this, this may be why they seem a little bit disconnected from what's going on. He says so many of these games quote somehow failed. Well, when Kickstarters fail, there's a reason. And it means more than a developer just mysteriously didn't raise enough money in time. So, I mean, some Kickstarters fail because they're not as interesting as the developers, you know, thought or hoped. I mean, I'm sorry, but it it might not be catching enough attention, and and doesn't gather momentum, just because, you know, people weren't that into it, and that happens all the time. Sad but true. Uh, some Kickstarters look too unpolished. That's another sad reality. Um, you know, it's it's hard to trust that somebody's going to deliver a compelling and polished product if it looks too far from it during the campaign. Um, you need to convince people that the money you're asking for can bring this project from where it is to something that is just blow you away. Incredible because you're asking them to buy it before it's a thing and before it's even guaranteed. So if you're too far from your goal production wise, you might not get the money. That's another reason Kickstarters fail. Uh, many Kickstarters ask for too much money to begin with. People want to do stuff like pay themselves a year's salary or uh, pay themselves so many dollars per hour or whatever it is. It goes far beyond just covering costs. And I know this for a fact because I've developed a commercial game for absolutely free. And I mean, like, so, like, I know it can be done. You can argue that I paid a $99 App Store distribution fee and then something like another $20 one and for Google Play. Um I would argue that's not a per game cost, so I wouldn't even roll that in. So I would call it free free. I made a game for free. It cost my time, cost my effort, you know, some frustration for my family around the house while I was busy with it. But, you know, if if I if I had a different like if I'd had a change of heart, I don't you can probably tell at this point I don't believe in crowdfunding. But if I was going to go to Kickstarter for this, I would have asked for like one hundred and fifty dollars, you know, to literally just cover the costs of like licensing and stuff. But again, if you're in a rocky enough place that you need to do that, you shouldn't be spending your time this way, so I mean like there there are better ways to survive and get ahead and earn a little bit of money like any job whatsoever is gonna pay you better than uh you know bootstrapping your own indie dev stuff. It's just a sad reality. it's much more reliable, and it's a better way to spend your time so don't again, don't be an indie developer if like you need if you need to count on a certain amount of money to survive. So, again, like, what's the purpose of almost any Kickstarter? Finally, Kickstarters routinely fail because of the track record of Kickstarters that succeed. And what I mean by that is, for example, there was a Game Rant article that said, of all the crowdfunding campaigns that do raise the funds needed, only one-third of those fully deliver the product as promised. That's insane. One-third... Of the successful Kickstarter products, or of the successful Kickstarter campaigns for video games, only one third fully deliver that product. So, if you want to tell me, like, these awesome game pitches somehow failed, I'll tell you, of course they did. Like, why should anyone ever trust any Kickstarter, regardless of how it looks? I I personally have only invested in one game campaign. I've done a couple of other uh, Kickstarter campaigns for, like, physical products, and I think that's a better fit. But the, the one video game I backed was because I found some web-based software I, I liked for creating game uh, music loops. And I went to the creator and said, I really like your software. This is great. And he goes, oh, awesome. By the way, I'm running a Kickstarter campaign. I would love to have you as a backer because uh, I'm making a game and it's going to be great and all, all that. So I went and he was only asking for five bucks for a copy of the game. I said, great. Sounds good. Count me in. That was in 2014. He never put the game out. He says he's still working on it, but he raised over $30,000 and he never put the game out. Now, even if he does put the game out at this point, you're going to be looking at six years. Now, over $30,000 has been like your salary for this, but for over six years. That's not, that's not great. And it's, I'm sure it's been endlessly stressful. No question. So the guy insisting that the one problem with these campaigns was that they didn't have proper promotion and proper community. Like, like here, here's some news for you. If your campaign isn't getting the attention you feel it deserves, uh, that is of course your fault. If your upcoming game doesn't have a community around it, that is of course your fault. The logic that other people who want to make their own games and run their own campaigns at some point should be your audience and help you do this stuff is, is, Kind of bizarre, right? Um, This part wraps up with, a game could be the next Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Bros., but without anyone ever noticing it, no one will ever know it exists. With respect to my indie developer friends, who have put out very fun games that got much less attention than they deserved, this concept is the video game equivalent of Bigfoot. I mean, just because sometimes good games undersell or games with potential don't get funded or published, doesn't mean mega-hits are scattered like buried treasure just waiting to be uncovered. Hit games find their targets. I know that hurts for those of us who have put out games that didn't blow up. I'm very much included in that, but it's the truth. Not one time has a game exploded like months or years after it launched because somebody only first found it on Steam or Itch. It would be... An indescribable marketing failure if that ever did happen, but it hasn't. So, this concept that games destined to take the world by storm got cut down in their prime, like on Kickstarter, it doesn't really hold water. So, I'm going to go through this whole last chunk together. This group is to help all indie devs to help each other succeed in crowdfunding via monetary help or social media promotion. The plan, again, these two steps once a game is launched on either Kickstarter or Indiegogo, the link to the site will be posted. We ask that you check out the game. And if you like the game, then back the game by monetary means, then share the link to your social media. The other step basically boils down to if you can't or choose not to support it monetarily, we still ask that you share the link to your social media outlets. And they say, that's all like, that's no big deal. It, it hammers home again that you're not obligated to spend money the only obligation is to help promote your fellow indie dev by copy and pasting the link to your social. That part's going to be important here in a minute. Let's talk about these two steps. The first one is that they'll post the crowdfunding campaign like anytime someone in the group launches one. They ask that all members or super backers check out the campaign. And if you like the game, then back the game with money, right, in, in any amount of your choosing. Okay, this is the real heart of the matter. This group is going to basically post all kinds of campaigns to itself, and everyone is going to pass around the same twenty bucks forever. Uh, I, I guess that's fine, and I'm sure it's going to feel good when you're doing it. But this kind of, this is uh, a bit a bit of a side road. But bear with me. This this reminds me of something I read, written by Matt Groening, who created The Simpsons. He did an intro to one of those uh, best American writing books that you could find at like borders before it shut down. Uh, You're either familiar with that series or you're not. He wrote about this weird fixation that artists sometimes get with other artists. And I think this is a little bit of what that is. And he wrote this a long time ago, but now it pertains to YouTubers and streamers and podcasters and everything. He described it using the word incestuous, which I find awkward. But I agree that things sort of start to get weird when an artist stops focusing on one, their craft, and two, their audience. You can argue that you need funding for your craft, but it needs to at least come from your audience. I'm not saying you can't have players that happen to create their own games uh, be in your audience, but I'm not sure that's who you should be thinking about or spending your time on. It's just not the right mindset to be in. And really... I think it's probably easy to fall into this state of mind like you're in some kind of investment club. Because that's how he's basically presenting this. But that's not what this is. You're, you're dumping money on games. That's really it. And if that's something you were going to do anyway, then great. Fine. But it's not some kind of progress. And it's not some kind of investment into your campaign later. You should fully expect people to show up to this group, advertise their campaign, and Bail. I mean, don't get tricked into thinking everyone there is invested in this community or that they're there for you, because that's not reality. Again, step two from their plan is if you can't back a game by monetary means, then all we ask is that you share the link to the campaign on your social media outlets that you have. Easy, right? Okay. Um, and they go on in the last paragraph to reiterate that. I do actually think there's a problem with just this part. You should think of all your social media accounts personal studio or otherwise as if they have kind of like a promotional currency amount attached like it was a PayPal account like imagine your Twitter had like like a bank account attached to it and you started with like $20 in it let's to get away from money let's call them like 20 promotional credits and these aren't real things but bear with me so let's say you start a new account and you're given 20 promotional credits and you say hey everybody This is my first tweet. I run a website called coderightplay.com, and here it is. Let's say that effectively cost me five of my 20 promotional credits. Hey, I put out a podcast. Okay, there goes another five credits. Two things happen when I run out of credits. One, because of social media algorithms, my promotional posts are going to stop showing up for as many people after I've sort of spent my credits. Every site does this differently, but people do believe that most social networks have some version of this. It gets into, like, deep marketing and, like, SEO stuff. You can dig up theories until you go crazy. So, uh, and and nobody reveals their secrets about this stuff. So just use common sense. But assume that it's going on at some level. You're only going to gain traction promoting stuff every so often. And only so much. Uh, In time, think about, like, your credits are slowly rising back up while you do normal stuff and just tweet with people and goof off and you're not trying to basically... Force people's hands. Think of that level slowly rising back up to like your your normal twenty credits. But beyond that, the other problem when you spend those promotional credits that are imaginary, uh, people are just going to stop listening to you. If you over promote, people will mute you. They will unfollow you. They will ignore you. That that one's not so abstract. You can count on that. So that said, you do not want to waste your promotional actions. On other people's products. You, you just don't. Not, at least not like systematically because some group told you to. Social networks will catch on to this. People will catch on to this. And by the time your campaign is ready, you're going to be talking all alone to yourself. I would fully, I would fully expect for you to be worse off than you started if you were to do this. Again, this person is not anticipating this. I just don't think he knows a lot of this stuff. But your studio is a business and you need to treat your business like a business and don't advertise other businesses to your customers. Focus on your customers, create a product, focus on the product find a way to do it without raising funds. And if you have to raise funds, take it to the customer, focus on what the customer wants. Don't worry about the other creators around you. That's a really bad mindset to get in. You can absolutely work around this. So yeah, the whole thing sounds nice and uplifting, but I want you to seriously consider the possibility that it's a waste of time, or worse. So, thoughts or counterpoints on that? Feel free to send them my way. As always, if you enjoy Game Dev Breakdown, we would love to have you subscribe. I would love to have you subscribe. Would love to have you share it with a friend, reach out to talk about it, uh, leave a review. That stuff's all great, very helpful. I'm going to keep trying to – I got I got sick again at the end of last week. I'm not trying to make excuses. It was terrible. I'm going to try to start doing more of these per week, at least two. I don't see why we can't do at least two. Try to grow the audience a little bit. Try to get our numbers up and see where that takes us. And I don't care if it takes us nowhere because I just have a fun time doing this. Thank you so much to everyone who got in touch with me after the last one. I didn't know how that was going to go, so it meant a lot to me that you guys got the overall positive message that was behind all of the anger and F-words last time. (laughs) I appreciate that you guys got the message and that uh, we were all able to sort of join hands across Twitter and across email and Facebook on that. Really appreciate it. Anyway, I'm going to try and uh, get a guest in later this week. Might not come out until Monday, but I'm going to get some friends back in on the show. Uh, You guys deserve that no reason we shouldn't have people smarter than myself on the show so uh that's it get in touch keep pointing, have a good time talk to you soon